This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. We are already? Yeah. I did it. Uh... I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet do. Although my heart is torn in two. I'm in love with your I think that's the wrong words. Last night you were in my room. Now my bed sheets smell like you. Every day discovering something brand new. I'm in love with the shape of you. Two weeks in, we let the party begin. We're going out on our, our first date. date. Ooh, <laughs> you and me are thrifty, so good. All you can eat, fill up your purse, and I'll put on my plate. Ooh, <laughs> we talk about hours and hours about sweet and sour and how your family is doing okay. <laughs> put your hand up. Let the radio play. And I'm talking about your love. Your love is for somebody, somebody like me. Come on now, follow my lead. Come on now, follow my lead. lead. Mm. <coughs> I'm in love with the shape of you. Oh, I'll push so and pull funny. like a magnet do. Where's everybody at? I'm leaving all the sins there. No. Just we don't know any of the know. words. I know. That's the funny part. Sarah and Vinny's secret show for... Tuesday the seventeenth. Where is everybody? Of April. I don't know where they are. You guys, we're already halfway through the secret show. Hey fuckers, we're recording already. <laughs> don't yell that out into the Oh, there's nobody here, is there? <laughs> don't worry about it. Come it's not, on! It's not like we're a radio station broadcasting on the air, right? <laughs> or anything. <laughs> Uh, Hi. Are we doing a show or what? Yeah, apparently we are. He goes, me and him were singing this whole song. He's like, I'm leaving that in. I'm like, well, let's just start the show. Mm. So, um, Sarah Vinny and Bryn in Studio D. Yuzi and Hooman, are you there? Oh, that's a big fat They're hell. up and on. and. Uh, well, um, Yuzi's in the office. Yeah, is Vonda Wizard on? That's where I on? just left. Vonda Wizard is, is ready to go. Uh, he's the, He's doing some work, I think. Oh. All right. Yeah. So I, see, I guess it's I just us. Through the glass. He's right there. He's getting ready. About to put his head. Why am I out of breath? Why are you? I don't know. Because I, I ran over there like eight feet away just to scream. Come on, fuckers, we're recording. That was eight feet. I know. But I Maybe it was the though. singing and stuff. Yeah, it's true. Plus you were kicking Reversing. the thing out of the door and yeah. you know, kicking the door shut. It's a lot of effort, you know. It's a lot of... Uh, yeah, you don't move easy. You, you just... Everything is like... Ah. Yeah. All tight. Yeah, I'm a first rounder guy. Oh my God. When Rudy said, Ru- Rudy was so funny at Vinny's roast. He said, Vinny's so old, he remembers when Bryn didn't need Instagram to prove that he had ninja moves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because it's true. I know. But, you know. I'll be back. Mm. Uh, that wasn't really a burn on me, though. I was <laughs> I know, like, right. right. <laughs> yeah. It really was a burn. 
Uh, the the corn dog with glasses, though. I heard a that couple, was so couple people funny. wrote that down on my Instagram. I was like, you oh, motherfucker. That was, a, that was a funny one. I think mine was, you look like Keanu Reeves on his day off. That's how I dress. And then Yeezy, what was Yeezy's? Well, Everybody he put Yeezy and Vaughn together, and he just put um, a very simple, generic one for them. Because nobody wants to fuck with the wrong Mexican, I that guess. That's true. Well, yeah, that's his, that's his entry into the building. Yeah, something about being minorities and how you got the job here. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. What about Hooman? What was his dig on Hooman? That's probably another one he went. Steered, he steered le- went left on that. Yeah, you don't want that guy on your wrong side. Hooman, you there? Nope, you're on his wrong no, side. No, he might actually be there, right? Yeah, I'm just sure on go his wrong side. Cross to the dark side. Way to go. Check up on their board. You blew it. Yeah, go make see sure. if, make sure they're all set up. You of all people, though, you'd think he'd give tons I know. of slack to. I give him tons of slack. Jesus. Anything all only I'm, slack, yeah. That's I'm, all you give. I'm him. just trying to not get on the guy's bad side. <laughs> Sometimes he just has the funniest damn things, but then if you if you laugh too long, it's, he thinks you're laughing at him and not with him. Well, you are. I'm not. I'm only ever <laughs> laughing with him. <laughs> What's the matter with you? So are they on or what? Well, they're set up and all ready to go. Uh, Yuzette's dealing with the interns. Hooman's sitting back with his headphones on the desk. On his Did box. you tell him we're on? Did you tell Hooman? Hooman, are you there? Hooman. I think he knows, but he's just chilling right now. He's kind of—that's your charge. Go fix that. I'm so comfortable. All right, let me go. My hands are all tucked in under my head- legs. <laughs> I'll go have him put his headphones on. Yeah, thanks, Bryn. Don't get out of breath. I already am. I'll tell you, that's one thing about the elliptical. Your recovery time. You so mean? much faster. Like, you know, you're out of breath here. <laughs> but then it's about, like, my, I've noticed that my recovery time has gone from I'm laying on the floor for five minutes oh. after I get off that thing to, you know, you're sort of back. You're back at it. Yeah, I really, I, the situation you've got right now is the way you want it. You want to be able to do it at home. Yep. You don't have to leave anywhere, and you can watch a show while I you do it. I watch my shows, or I listen to my book, or whatever I'm it's great. whatever I'm. It's it is great. It's nice. I do feel a significant amount of guilt about making sure that I get it done, but I guess you know that's part of it. You gotta, you know, who wants to work out? I'd much rather just stay sitting here. <laughs> what are you doing? What is happening? You know what? Should we just do this tomorrow? I realize that I'm getting my exercises. I'm running back and forth. That's great. You usually had me go in there too to Studio A and find some folders. The whole time I'm like this. All right, what can I find for you? So is this going to be the new Bryn? You're just going to like be like a whirling I dervish? I mean, I'm here like six hours a day, so at least. Yeah. If I keep doing you. that, it's almost like equivalent to your elliptical. Check Close. your heart rate right now. Close Everybody these check rings, your baby. heart rate on your. Close these rings. Everybody check your heart rate on <laughs> your thing. This is pathetic. Out of breath. <laughs> well, let's see. 112. 112? Hold on. That was earlier, I think. 79. Oh, 65. That's that's wrong. I'm 66. I was 68 earlier. I was all happy. I'm like, oh, look at that. 65. Did Hooman hop on? I haven't heard Hooman yet. I'm here. Oh, hi, uh, Hooman. Our, our, door, our doors are open. We're, oh, you just doing a few things here. Hold oh, on. you should close that up. 62. Well, we can't. Right. Well, so you know what? I'm going to step 97. out. 97. I'm going to look at mine again. We're all checking our heart rate. That's Mine how fascinating this is. <laughs> well, we're so waiting. We're None doing. of this is getting posted. All of it's getting posted. What? It's so fun. Yeah, it's really fun. This is behind the scenes. No, I'm at 79. 79. I know. It seems high, considering I'm totally hunkered down here. 
I'm slowing down. I'm at 84 now. Not as fast. That was good recovery time. Yeah. You seem more or less back. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, so, hi, everybody. Hello. I guess this is it. We're, we're doing this. Um, our email address is Sarah or Vinny at RadioAlice.com. It's uh, not Sarah or Vinny, all one word. It's two, two different email addresses, Sarah or Vinny. But basically, anything you send to RadioAlice.com will get to us, we think. I was really surprised, pleasantly so, to find out that a lot of girls don't like getting eaten out. Why it's, were you pleasantly? I just I not, find it's I not find that it we surprising. Don't like getting eaten out, it's that we're not like you know you don't you don't it. have to do that. Like once in a while, it's great, but I don't want you to fucking I you know I don't know. I just I want to make sure that I'm you know well scrubbed. I just don't want there to be. I get super embarrassed. Like God forbid. Wait, but anything so that's happen. what it is, right? No, I mean if we're gonna do that, I want to make sure that I scrubbed it up. But it's but I've certainly. Allowed that to happen when I was like, all right, if you really want to, go ahead. I'm if good. you want to. If you want to. Well, that's well, so. That's what was surprising is because I've, I've received similar, just throw it in. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but I'll, I'd love to, you know, I'll, I'll help well, yeah, you out. Well, yeah, if you want to. I mean, I absolutely am going to shove my dick in your mouth, so... <laughs> I'm I'm basically feel like I should. Oh, like a tit for tat thing. Well, I want to as well. I mean, I like to do it, but mm-hmm. I'm also like, you know, if if you don't come down here, I'll bring it to you, but it's getting in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's so funny. Yeah, I look the my thing with with uh oral sex is that I finish really fast and John, Oh, you do. I do. And so then so a lot of times, like, we're going to have a whole session, but that's, like, really, you know, like, we're 69ing, and then it's just over, and I'm like, oh, wow, so... Yay, You're we, ready to leave. Yay, we beat our old record. <laughs> no, him too. Like, I'm done, oh. he's done, it's it's all done. I'm like, maybe we should bone first, and then go in the shower and wash everything off and finish with those moves. Oh. I don't know. It's like, you know, if you get into a groove and you're... At the southern kitchen, like I don't want you to stop. I mean, I, I it's that's. I mean, I've often said it's too bad we can't fuck and do that at the same time because that's what you want. Like I'm not. I'm well, not that's why you to... want the vibrator and the the dick at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she gets off on it. I. It's weird to me because she's like, I don't really come that way. Oh, with the mouth. With the mouth, she's like, oh yeah, man, I, I throw can't... it in. And I'll either, you know. It's like once I get past the tickling part, because it's freaking tickles so it bad. It tickles for her. It totally that's tickles. It. And it's, so you got to get in there and we got to get going. But once that's happened, then it's like, oh God, don't stop. And I wish you were boning me right now too. Well, there it is. Yeah. That's so, it. But then, so then I've arrived and I'm like, okay, well, everything else that happens here is gratuitous for you because I could just go to sleep right now. So then I'll just. Blow him and finish. Sure, and finish him off, and that's yeah. that. Yeah, that's so. Anyway, and it was we're just old nice people, to hear. so we're like, we want a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, I think I. I mean, I'm sure you know there have been times in my life where it's like that's got to happen, make that. But I'm I'm never one to like insist on that if he <laughs> wants to. But guys like it. Like John likes it. You clearly like I it. Love like, it. You know, guys. Some guys don't want to stick their face in a pussy. Other dudes like live for that. 
Who am I to say no? Go ahead. Stick your face in there. But now we know that it's cancerous. You know, you don't want to overdo it. You stop it. What do you mean? It's only if she has HPV. Is that a fact? Yeah. Okay. Not just from, like, the juices. What do you think? Is acid or know. something? I had no idea. It was. It's the HPV virus that can cause cancer, and so some dudes will get that, and they get they wind up with throat cancer. I thought it was just because you splooge in our mouths. That's, no, that's, that's not what it is, Vinny. It's not the splooge. It's about the HPV virus, isn't it? It's HPV. I, don't know. I thought you had poison splooge. No. You don't know everything. I don't. I, I don't know everything. I keep finding out that I don't know everything. It's funny. When I was young, I really did think I knew everything. And the older I get, the more I'm just like, well, I don't know. I'm probably wrong. I always am. Right. Uh, I think I just need to say HPV because I think it, the last word is virus, right? So I wouldn't want to say human papilloma virus virus. Yuzi? She's Yuzi, not here. But as I'm doing research, oh. I'm realizing uh, the, the problem with the HPV is you could have it for years and decades before it's detected or it even develops. Yeah, you might never. You Absolutely. could just be a carrier. Right. So there it is. Hey, Human, you're the you're the the master of stuff. Do the women that you've boned in the past prefer you to give them uh, the tongue or the D? Uh, you know, when I was younger. It seemed like girls wanted you to go down uh, a lot more. And then as I got older, they just were like, no, no, no. That's that's too intimate. That's too much. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, it's just bang. And I'm like, all right. Huh. That doesn't, that's not intimate. Well, yeah. it seems like they have the same kind of mindset that you have about it, Sarah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we can do that. Well, it's the tickle thing that I come up against the most. The tickle thing is pretty funny. Because she'll be, she's, well, I should, probably shouldn't share that I lick her asshole, but <laughs> she'll be like, okay <laughs> with that. Did. And then the other thing tickles too much. <laughs> Just want you to lick her ass. What are we, cats and dogs now? <laughs> oh, right, Yuzi? Right, Vinny. Right, well, which one, Yuzi? Yeah, what, which what's one? What's the question? <laughs> about, she likes I'm sorry, I had to talk to the interns about their last day. You like getting eaten out? Sure, why not? But you're fine with you're fine if it doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm fine if it doesn't happen. But do you prefer? Do you ever suggest it? Like, you better get your face down in my pussy right now. Yeah, you ever say uh, that? No, I don't think I've ever said that. At least not in recent years. Does John like it? He's always yeah, like, I gotta get my it. face in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this but, is why intercoms probably is, hope, wishing that they. Could I know. Censor. If the question <laughs> is, would you have one or the other? Yeah. If you had to choose. Oh, I have to go for the D. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'd much rather get boned than have than do that. One of my buddies Unless was dating. Unless your tongue was that long and hard and wow, thick. One of my buddies was dating a and girl. Weird to kiss that guy, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and she would never get an orgasm when they would have sex, never. And then right after they'd finish, and he's super exhausted, she's like, "Well, I guess it's your turn to take care of me now." And he'd always have to go down on her every single time after sex. Uh, that chick needed a vibrator. Yeah. yeah, she had a she lot of issues. She could have. Who is this person? One of my buddies. I don't want to say any names because they listen. This is Ben's wife. No, <laughs> I've, I haven't talked to Ben in like three years. Oh yeah. no, that's not true. He was. At, I just saw him at your birthday party last year. No, he wasn't there. I swear, he I didn't just make the saw cut. Ben. Go back oh, and you watch. didn't even you ask didn't him. No, no, this he's is out. your best, best friend, friend in the whole world oh, besides Sarah. Stupid. Well, he disappeared when he got married. <laughs> oh, the joys of marriage. Oh, boy. Game over, man. Yeah. yeah. Building a Game family. Over. I mean, I hate to say this, but 
If I didn't run into Bryn here at work, I probably would never see him either. Aw, that's so You guys just run into each other every morning? That's messed up, human. It's true! That's the truth! Well, he it it, he is. does have a kid, and he's got responsibilities. All right, then, you don't need to make excuses for him, I'm not Sarah. I'm making just excuses. you are making excuses. You are people go through different phases we got in their it. life. All right, thank there you for explaining go. it for the millionth time. Ride the time. games oh right now. God. Peter <laughs> Pan over there still living the same life he lived ten years oh, ago. I, I went to try that restaurant you uh, suggested yesterday. Which one are you talking about? Hotel San Francisco. Oh, and. Oh. All right, well, here's a quick review. Uh, I'm giving him a review of the, the restaurant he's at. Oh, you don't want me to? You don't want me to? Why not? Why not? It's no good. Well, so. Uh, oh, does it one, one, Yeah, you hated it. Well, I didn't hate what, one of my friends. Dead. One of my friends messaged me last week and said, hey, you know, let's grab lunch. And I'm like, all right, so uh, the, the restaurant is right next to Mixed Greens. So I'm already down there anyway. And I like to walk around the financial district after work anyway. You're so, like a bird. Feel like a bird. So smell the money. I said, let's go to this. <laughs> let's go to this new restaurant, Hotel San Francisco. Let's check it out. She goes, oh my god. So we so we walk in and it's twelve forty five, which I think is peak lunch hour, yeah. right? Peak. Uh-oh. Was it? We walk empty? in. Guess how many people are in there? Four. Zero. The waiters. Oh. We were the only two, and when we got there, everyone was all excited. Hey, welcome. We're like, all right, and they're like, sit anywhere, any table you want. Which I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. Uh, we ordered. Know. We ordered. The, I thought the music was too loud. Is and it all Eagles? It, there was a lot of Eagles, but it's all that time period. It's 70s. all yeah, all the seventies. <clears throat> Do you ever think when you walk into an empty restaurant that whatever they're serving is from four days ago because they haven't gotten to it in all these days of empty? I walk into tables. empty restaurants a lot because I want to eat at three thirty or four o'clock in the yeah, afternoon, yeah. and well, I'm having different. lunch the minute it opens. So so we walk in and yeah I mean Peak time I know. it should be busy. I would have been like sorry guys you're there's and, no one in and here and in the financial district too right where everyone's fighting to get a table anywhere the food part of the menu is slim but the drinks is like ten pages deep and I'm like mm. all right oh so it's like a happy hour oh, place so well, that's their thing I don't it must be so we sat down they had this potato uh, artichoke thing that was excellent. I give that an A. Oh. We had a chicken sandwich. It was okay. The dessert, not so good. Uh, but then we just, uh, we got out of there. I just. Did they have any mojito for you? Did you have oh, any? I didn't. You no, didn't we just had. Yeah. I mean, she didn't want to drink. I don't want, you know. Who's she? She's my friend. She just broke up with her boyfriend after a couple of years. And, and now she was, your chance. No, she was telling me about what happened. And how, how hot is she? She's very beautiful. Oh, oh snap. Ready to mingle. Yeah, <laughs> move she, right in on that, buddy. She's a big like financial person, big time. Important. Mm. Anyway, she's rich. She, yeah, she's got a couple kids. You know, she's beautiful, beautiful inside and out. I just, I, I was surprised because I thought they were gonna get married, and then when he just like lost his crap on her one day, and just, you know, just she was like, "You've become not the person I've been dating for the past two years." Oh, one day. No, maybe the guy had a bad day. Six weeks, six weeks of bad, six oh, weeks of bad days. It happened over the course of six weeks. She, yeah, he went from being maybe he started steroids. And I said to her, I go, "Do you dump him face to face, or did you do it over the phone?" She goes, "Face to face, a walk on Chrissy Field." I'm like, "Oh, because Chrissy Field is where I walk. Like you run into all your friends. I go, "How many friends do you run into?" She goes, "Oh, at least half a dozen." I'm like, "Ah, oh, you're breaking up with the guy." Was he crying? No, I don't think he was very remorseful. She no, was. He was like, "I'm free as a bird." <laughs> yeah. Just dodged a bullet. So, do you think that he's one of those guys that turns 
into an asshole in the last six weeks so that he doesn't have to do the breaking up. Yeah, that's that seems to be the uh, the standard route. That's, that's people's in, mo <laughs> from of... 2010 on. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. That's why I say single and don't really go on dates. Mm. Mm-hmm. So is this girl like looking to hook up with you just for like a social? No, thing no, now? she's like one of my my no, best not friends. to. I didn't mean hook up oh. like sexually. I mean like now oh. does she want to go no, do a she's, movie review? And no, do she all the... <laughs> she gets invited to as many things as I do, if not oh, more. I like see. she's oh. super if connected. Not more. Oh. Uh, she's more she's well connected than you. That's weird. I'm trying no to tone thing. it. I'm trying to tone it down, you guys. <laughs> I got to be honest. What do you mean you're trying to tone it down? I'm trying to go to bed early. I've noticed sleep. you're trying to. I mean, it seems it's strange. Like you're going through a weird thing. Game over, everybody. Yeah. A game over, please. Next thing you know, he's going like to have a cat. Guys. It's nice to have a cat, <laughs> woman, because then you then you say, I got to go home and feed my cat and let my cat out. Well, in my building, you can't have animals. Oh, well, I guess you have to move Off them. the hook. Yeah. Mm. Free from that, too. <clears throat> oh, my God. My kids are... Uh, I, we lost a cat a few what months happened? ago. Something happened to him. I don't want to go into it, you but know? It's, it's really sad. He was a great cat. And uh, so we've had just this one cat for a, a few weeks, and and that cat went through his own sadness, and it was it was crunchy and awful. So my son goes the other day... He's like, oh, let's go to the SPCA and just, like, play with some of the kittens there. And so I'm like, uh, no, we're not doing that. He goes, well, don't you miss her? I'm like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. No. Good. I'm glad you held your ground. I don't like when people roll over from peer pressure. Well, listen, if he was younger, <laughs> I might have. But I feel like, you know, in the next couple of years, they're both going to be gone. And I, and as soon You're as that. You're stuck with the cat. Right. I'm going to be stuck raising this cat. Or the neighborhood is. Or the neighborhood, Right. Well, the cat we have now never leaves the yard, so. And man, does he poop in my flower beds. Oh, my God. Oh, good for you. Is the cat poo good, like fertilizer? I don't know. Nothing's died yet, but still, I'm walking in there all the time. Yeah, take a look. Pee (laughs) pee and poo, because he goes in there and just. I see him over there squatting and then scratching. You know, I'm like, oh, my God. Just leave the yard like your brother did. Get out of here. Is he going to do that with your vegetables? Looks like it is. Oh, it's good for it? But you might have to... I'm not sure if you have to compost No, so here it is. You ready? Yeah. I don't know what Brian's reading. I'm going to ta- tell you the I'm truth. You to read what I'm reading? It has two and a half <laughs> times uh, the amount of nitrogen, the same amount of phosphorus and potassium as cow manure, but it contains parasites and disease organisms that present significant health, rests, health, health risks. Therefore... It may not be a good idea. I see that. Uh-huh. The first thing I saw was- I knew it! You're tired. It You're overworked at home and stuff. <laughs> two and out. a half times of uh, phosphorus and potassium as cow manure. I was like, hey! But I didn't get to the part that- Where it says it's not a good says, idea. It's not a good idea, right. though. <laughs> at the end. I was just, my initial reaction well, was, hey! I hope you guys are looking forward to all the bags of fruit I'm going to be bringing <laughs> no. in. Today. Well, that's what I'm- like, your vegetables. No, there's nuts over the- there's nuts over that part of the garden, but because uh, I don't want the birds eating it either, or the rats or whatever else is in my yard. Jesus. I, well, you got fruit trees, you're going to have rats. That's just oh, maybe God. not lemons. I know. Your cat will be good for getting those rats. The other cat was excellent for that, but the this cat is no. This cat's so stupid. He's like a dog. He's uh, great. Dogs he's, are not stupid. No, he's but he's like a dog. He's like. Just wants to be fed and patted, and that's all he wants. He doesn't. He, Isn't that a good thing? He doesn't kill any rats. He doesn't. You never. I never see any more dead moles. What all do you the see? birds are safer. Nothing. <laughs> I see him pooping in my yard after because he, all he does is eat. It's a pig. Huh. 
I know. Uh, yeah, so, but the, but the fruit trees and stuff are out in the yard, so I don't know. I'm going to still eat the fruit. I don't care. I want to be slowly poisoned by my cat. I think it's fitting. <laughs> I deserve it. Yeah. You guys want to do a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah do right. it, Uh Hi, Sarah Vinny and the whole gang. You've been a part of my everyday for at least a decade. Thank goodness the looking <laughs> glass is back because I watch it every night while I cook dinner. Best show on TV. Isn't that nice? Okay, so here's this. Uh, there you go, Vaughn. There's a little uh, shout out to you. Yay, Vaughn. Because Vaughn, Vaughn edits it down and loops it throughout the day. That's right. That is right. Say something, Vaughn. Something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> here's a situation I'd love for you to weigh in on. I am a 40 year old divorced mom of three who has shared custody with my ex for the last five years. Oh. I'm an amazing, uh, I have an amazing career and a house, so I'm pretty busy. I dated a couple guys. The most recent relationship was two and a half years and ended amicably. I'm interested in finding a partner, but not in getting married again. What, what do you guys? I just yeah, there's Hooman in the background. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. She's, so she's interested in what? A she partner, wants a partner, but, but she doesn't want to get married. married again. Good. That's the way it should be. So what's the question? Yeah, they're not going to have kids, right? I have a friend, Jill. I met her at grad school about 15 years ago. We are pretty close, and our families have spent time together quite a bit over the years, even when my ex-husband and I were together. We go to dinner about once every other month and keep up with how our kids are doing, etc. Last year, Jill and her husband, Mark, separated, initially uh, initiated by Jill. What? This is going to get crunchy. All right, keep going. Essentially, she fell out of love with him, wonders if she ever was in love with him. And I heard a ton about how incompatible they were in terms of their values and their lifestyle over the years. As the marriage began to fall apart, she immediately started dating a man uh, whom she's still with. Mark tried to repair the marriage and wanted to stay with Jill, but she didn't want to whatsoever. They have one kid. Here goes. Mark and I have been friends for many years. Uh oh. Uh, (laughs) And it looks like and I are developing feelings for each other, so it's I, we wrong. Are. How about we are? It must be we are. Uh, nothing has happened, but we hang out with the kids every now and then. Jill knows and is supporting our friendship. But there are definitely sparks. I have always admired Mark and think he's such a solid person. I love spending time with him. Should I explore this with Mark? Or could this totally wreck my friendship with Jill? Oh. Should I check it with Jill first? Maybe Mark doesn't feel the same way, but I think he might. Thanks for any advice you can offer. O-F-O-C. Radio.com. This is two-pronged. Who wants to start? You can start. Clearly you do. This is two-pronged. You have to... See, here's... This is a chicken and egg problem, and I'll tell you why. like to talk uninterrupted. like to talk uninterrupted. You don't want to go to Jill and say, is it okay if I date Mark? And then all of a sudden, Mark's not interested in you. At the same time, you don't want to light the spark with Mark, and then it's too late to tell Jill because you've already gone down that road. Very perceptive of you, human. So what do we do? Uh, Wait, you're done? Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You didn't say anything. You didn't do anything for her. I'm saying it's a predicament because she already knows that. She she doesn't know the two-pronged predicament. (laughs) She just knew the one-pronged predicament. She didn't know that. her writing. She wasn't ready for Mark to not be into her when she told Jill. (laughs) That's the second prong. 
That's the one that's going to get you. Oh, my Lord. That's this part of the really, shocker. This is really, really easy. Here we go. I think so, too. Try Mark out. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Well, I can kiss Jill goodbye. <laughs> well, so First what? Of all, fuck Jill. Fuck Jill. <laughs> Second of all, you're, you've already played this. I know you're a married type, and you've got kids, and you want to think of the ramifications of things and be real about it and all of that, but really... See if he's a good kisser first, because you've taken it way too far down the road. You have thought it through to the six-month mark, uh, which is about when Jill should find out that this is happening. Right. And if you lose Jill in the process, oh, well, you gained Mark. Right. I Yeah, I have no problem with this whatsoever. I would totally explore my shit with Mark. This, you just said Jill is a girl that you like, and you've hung with her many times. You see her about once every two months. You catch up with your life. Uh, you can lose that person. If Jill was your best friend from high school and you Saw guys each other married every day. different boys but stayed in touch, that's a different story than the way it sounds it's like it played out. It's a more difficult story. Right. Right. Uh, well, no, then you've been best friends and you were best friends before the boys ever entered right. the picture. And now you're talking about trashing a relationship with your best friend. Right. That's what different. What does she say about the beginning of the relationship? I'd like to say one thing friends. real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hang on. We're busy. A friend. I met her at grad school 15 years ago. Pretty close. Our families have spent quite a bit of time together. So she, she'd be sacrificing a good friend. I would still, I think you've taken it too seriously. Kiss the guy. See how it feels. If it's good for you guys, if it's important enough, then you, your decision's not going to be difficult. Right. Or you might be like, ew. Thank God I didn't no already wonder, tell Jill. No wonder Jill threw him back in the water. Yuck. Right. Because that could be the deal. Right. It very well could be. Maybe he has bad breath. It's also, you know what, just an aside, it's also super lazy of you. Like, you could go outside, you know, the people you've known that are right there within arm's reach and find someone new. But there has to be a reason that he's hanging around, like they're hanging out together. Oh, no, he wants the kids. Yeah, yeah, he's he's into into it. I'm just saying she could look elsewhere as well. Yeah. I mean... She's just finding the closest, easiest cock she can get. We are uh, we are attracted what? to the people we see all is the time. Is that not true? Oh, it is true. You're calling her out. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what we do on this show. You know. Yuzi, what do you think? Yuzi has very firm lines when it yeah. comes to gonna be relationships and friendships. You're uh, about to get, get ready to get cut. To uh, it doesn't seem like she's that good of friends with Jill. So, but be prepared to lose her. Mm-hmm. And if you're prepared for that, go ahead and do see what you can make of do Bill. Mark. But you know, uh, Mark, I was going to say Bill. But maybe she does need to have a conversation with Mark first. What if it's not going to go that direction at all? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really think they need that to all? be six months deep into their relationship together and like decide that this is something worth blowing. I mean... Blowing up a right. friendship. If, if they're just, maybe they're just going to be friends with benefits and no one ever has to know. But if they're going to move in together, then, I, which, by the way, should be months from now. Long time. Yeah, years. Long, long, long years. Time. Couple years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the very earliest. Right. Uh, I, I would say I would not tell Jill anything. It's not a Jill's business. She did divorce this guy. Yeah, let's try to remember, by the way, that Jill got half of this guy's 401k. Uh. So whatever's left, whatever she left behind is what... That's all he's got to offer. (laughs) You're only getting a piece of that. Right. Of what he started with. Yeah. 
Well, and she said she doesn't want to marry, so but if you guys want to partner up and live together, I would make sure that that's really what you want before you bring it. It's none of Jill's business until it, something's ready to be formalized. Right. Yeah. Great job, everyone. Oh, I really feel like we nailed that with the two-prong problem. Yeah. Predicament. And then he taps out. <laughs> right. He tells us the problem. And I was then like, wait, 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 done. what? You guys were too uh, much on each other's side, so there's really nothing else I could say. I have some more thoughts, oh, but I don't really t- want to say oh, anything else. Oh, I don't no. want to say anything else about it. you? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, I just, uh, I just don't think that I just I'm a little worried about this whole Jill friendship thing. But you guys are saying F Jill, so maybe I should just jump on that bandwagon too. No, say your story. Say your own God, bandwagon. What, are, yeah, what are you what are you thinking? I'm thinking the same thing Vinny's thinking, which is I don't think you should, you know, I think you shouldn't be so lazy. I think you should really like throw yourself out there, you know, meet some other people and not just go for your because here's the thing your friend when she would go out to dinner with you once every two months she would confide in you uh, things about her ex-husband and if you guys become super intimate i think she's gonna feel like oh my god she's gonna tell him all these things because they're banging they're gonna be lying in bed together and cuddling and stuff and she is gonna tell him and yeah and she and you are gonna tell him and like that's that's a betrayal to your friend so that's you know, well, if so I was banging her, the ex-husband, if, if, I mean, I, if, if I was her, that's what I'd be thinking. I'd be thinking, oh, my God, I've been confiding in this woman for a year or two or three or however 15. long, 15. 15 years, and now she's going to be <laughs> blowing my ex-husband. Yeah, and then, then Jill listens to this podcast, and everybody's saying, fuck Jill. <laughs> I know. Well, no, look, I, that's why I wanted to Hopefully make clear. it's a fake name. <laughs> I do think the, the lady who wrote in is reaching for the next closest cock. Like, honestly. Uh-huh. She is. You, she is. You really haven't put out any effort. Well, she was in a two-and-a-half-year relationship with someone else between the time she divorced. and I mean, she's met other dudes, and she likes Mark. I I, mean, I don't like that you're going after Mark. Sometimes what I'm you're just, looking I'm, for is right there in I'm front giving, of you. I'm giving be. a red mark. What? To Mark. To Mark. Yeah, I'm not oh. giving the green light. I'm giving the red light. I'm giving a oh hi, Mark. Don't give an oh hi, Mark. Don't give an oh hi. Give a red oh, light. Oh, there you are again. I, think I guess that, I'll bone uh, you. You're right, though, Vinny and Human. She's single and she's a female. I'm sure there's a lot of dudes out there ready to bone her. She should go out there and have fun and she not be so fucking mark. lazy and, you know, enjoy life a little bit. Vaughn, red light or green light? <laughs> what? Green light. Ah, Vaughn. I'm green lighting Mark, too. Yeah, I'm not against her making out with Mark and seeing what's what, but I do think that you should not be so quick to think that this is going to become your next thing. Right. And you should probably play the field a little. Yeah. Have something to compare Mark to. Yeah, she feels like she's ready to just throw her lot yeah. in with someone else. Yeah, just so what? Just bone him and... Make it a friends with benefits thing, and then if you fall in love, great. If you don't, great. Is it okay to lie to my husband and get my tubes tied without him knowing? No. <laughs> Sarah's going to have a very strong answer on this. No, I'm not. Oh, you're not? No, I, well, what do you, you think I would say yes? Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Well, hold on. Let Finish the story. Second marriage for both of us. I'm 35. He's 40. We have a combined four kids. My youngest is 12. His youngest is 10. Mine live with us full time and his live with their mom out of state. And we get them in the summer and Christmas breaks. He's awesome with my boys. Jumped headfirst into helping me parent them. I adore his girls and we have a great time when they're with us. I made it known from day one of dating I was done having children. Um, 
I don't see. Oh, her youngest is 12, and she was a single mom for 10 years before he came into the picture. So they're fairly recent, but they're married. Um, he knows I don't want any more children. He every, every once in a while still brings it up, having one of our own. I have in the past laughed it off and changed the subject. Recently, I brought up the idea of me getting my tubes tied in the couple weeks that are between my boys going to their dad's for the summer and his girls coming out for the summer. Right now, I have an IUD, but I'm coming up on the time when I have to replace it. I figured I'd just tie my tubes and be done with birth control altogether. He didn't like that idea. When I brought up the fact that I have always said I don't want any more children, he stated, I know, I don't want any more children either, but the idea of him knowing that he could never get me pregnant bugs him. Wow. What the actual fuck? Because it's a mind, so because it's a mind game for him, I'm supposed to be on birth control the rest of my life, or at least until I go through the change. So can I secretly get my tubes tied and feel no guilt, or do I have to stay on birth control for God knows how long because it bugs my husband to know he could never knock me up? Mm. Sincerely, no more babies for me. Well, I have an answer that no one's going to like, but I say secretly do it. Oh, oh I'm very surprised. Oh, you of all people say what? I don't like this guy. I don't <laughs> like that he's like, you know, chomping, nibbling, you know, a little chisel, a little hammer, you know, trying to find a crack, trying to make a crack, trying to make a dent. I don't like that. She made the rules really clear, and now he's, like, chipping away, chipping away, chip, chip, yeah. chip, chip, wait, 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 wait. I don't like that part either, but going in, a woman going in for that kind of surgery is different than a man. Oh, a it man is? can be done, you know, quick, quick, boom, yeah, boom. Snip, snip. You're sore Bag for, of peas you know, the balls, that's a, that. a day, two days, whatever it is. Women, you're laid down. You are laid up and cannot get up, and it's a whole thing. Like, you, what are yeah, you going to say for the next couple weeks while you're... You're in pain. One to three weeks of recovery time. There, we'll see. What yeah, are you gonna I don't saying? think you can secretly do it. Uh, I also just, don't just think you right. should. It's yeah. you're lying to your husband. Yeah. Uh, you know, yes. What about him? What about, what about him? him? All this chipping away. Yeah, he's, he's exhibiting not cool behavior. Yeah, that's not cool. And but she needs to say that. And she needs to say, cool. I don't want to be on yeah, birth control. Cool. So you need it's to wrap cool. your head around not being cool. able to knock me up. Chip, chip, chip. I almost feel like if I were in your shoes, it would take a lot of strength for me to not be super aggressive mm-hmm. and hostile towards yeah. him as I explain. I've been on birth control, on and off birth control, my whole fucking life. Right. And I am not going to sit here and get back on another IUD and deal with all the side effects or whatever things come from that because you are... You want to be I macho. Don't, I don't want to. Too bad for you. I've been up front from right. the beginning. I would we have I would, four kids. I'm telling you, it would it, it, the opposite. I wouldn't be like, oh, I might have to hide this. It might be like, I might do this right in front of you, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I would say um, I need you to be a little more supportive if this marriage is going to work. Right. We agree that we weren't having any more kids and you wanting to potentially be able to knock me up because it makes you feel more manly doesn't work for me. I really want to do this. Yeah. And what I want here is your support yeah. and nothing else. I'm well, not asking your permission. I wouldn't. That's uh, Not only would I be like, I'm not asking your permission. I, I don't even need your support. I'm just letting you know because I'm not going to do this behind your back that it's my body. I'm not having any more babies. I never lied to you about that. It's going down. Right. The end. And that's a terrible way to be in a relationship. I know that I. Uh, yeah, you, she needs to be more tactful. Have than been that. this way in the past in relationships where I've said how it's going to go, and then you know the person's reaction to it is negative. Like, right. 
they don't feel like a partner. They feel like someone's doing whatever the fuck they want. Right. But in this case, it's your body. Mm. And you've already said. Yeah. So be tactful, but be firm. But be firm. I'm going to do this. I know you don't want me to. Get, re- get ready for World I War Three, and get ready for him to keep chipping away. Well, he can't once she gets it done. Yeah, but get ready for over. a big apology from him because it will happen. What you could do, or if you really want to, uh, you know, smooth this over, you could throw in like a rusty trombone or something. Yeah, to, to tell make him, over, him over a blowjob. Yeah, like, really like make him feel one. good, like you really love him and you're in this for the long haul, but you're not. You're not going to hold off on the the tube tying, but here's a rusty trombone to help you feel better about it. Right, Yuzi? Right, Vinny. Now go wash your butthole. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) I don't want to lick your copper penny. Ew. How do you know it tastes like that, you pig? Just what I've heard. Uh. Um, Do you remember the little girl, 13 years old, who's out of fucking control and vaping and Mm. drinking? Yeah, her parents right back? No, but somebody uh, said that there's a program. Uh, Hey, I'm writing a response to the parents of the out-of-control 13-year-old daughter. Suggest the Devil Pups program through the U.S. Marine Corps to them. This is a scared straight program here in California that's highly effective and will change her life. I really hope they don't fool themselves over how at risk that little girl is right now. The fact that she's addicted to vaping is really scary. Look up popcorn lung. It's a severe permanent lung disease with a devastating outcome. Hint, hint, Saren Brim. Uh, We have looked it up, and the one we use doesn't have that. Just as uh, it's a certain, it's a certain uh, well, additive. I know. It's all right. Just as scary as her addiction to marijuana at such an early age when her brain is in such a pivotal growth phase. Best of luck reining her in. Thanks for sharing their story and our responses. Much love to you all, Jennifer. And then I think this one is, uh, hey there. I have a 14-year-old son that decided to come home super high a couple times. He denied it, and I went to Amazon, and, and for t- only 10 bucks, you can buy a drug test that tests over 20 different d- drugs. Oh, my goodness. We do a drug test on him whenever we want. He knows that he could come up, that it could come up at any time. It keeps him honest and drug-free. And her sister teenagers are the fucking worst. Hmm? I just read it as written. Love, Betsy. Hmm. Yeah. So drug test and Marine Corps. Uh, Marine Corps. I'm sure that uh, one of those will be just the right <laughs> well, answer for you. I, I actually, it's super scary to think because teens are now mobile and out there in the world. And they're, unfortunately, sometimes they're not making uh, deliberate moves. They're they're reacting to everything around them, including, want to hit? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And that's not necessarily, you know, peer pressure isn't an excuse but it can, man, it can really derail what should be a great time in your life. Mm-hmm. So well, and it seems like it is. De- I mean, they as they dug into her stuff, it was lie upon lie upon lie. And uh, but that's and listen, kids do that, have their own yeah, secret lives. It's teens. important to them to to have their own thing going on. Uh, but if you're worried, and you are her parents, and you've only really got five more years to put any pressure on her because she can leave when she's eighteen. And that's scary, too. So, yeah, maybe the Marine Corps is the way to go. Oh, it's so... I know. Yikes. Yikes. Don't you get so scared thinking about it? I used to freak out thinking about, like, what my kids were going to be like as teenagers and what was I going to be dealing with and who was going to be influencing them. Because it's hard. Suddenly, you're not their main influence. You have to hope that you laid the groundwork to the point where they've got a moral, a solid moral core and they know what's... 
you know, my thing was always like, that's not what the Clarks do. That you know, this is that's not something that a Clark does, or whatever my last name is. Like this is, <laughs> you know, this is that's that's not behavior that flies in this house, and that's not how Clarks behave toward each other or to other people, or you know, whatever it right. is, you know, whatever it was that was like, you know, that's not that's a sense not who of we right, are. right. And just in a sense, and I tried to like really put that whole family thing there. Like, it was really important. I loved my family growing up. I was really close with all my cousins, and so I try to get them. They don't see them nearly the way I did. I mean, every single weekend I hung out with my cousins. That's we all lived within thirty miles of each other. We all met at my grandmother's house every weekend. So I sort of had that sort of larger family group, and I had a real sense of what our family was about. And I've tried as hard as I can to give my kids that, um, so they have reference points. You know, this is, that's not who we are. This is who we are, you know? And it's, it's tough because suddenly they're being influenced by other people. And you just have you to know, hope. You know, there are kids that are careful and scared a little bit. Rule followers. And you hear about those kids. And I told you I saw this kid the other day. I was selling something too. Yeah. And I was like, oh my so God, cute. kid, you are, the world hasn't even touched you yet. <laughs> How your parents got you to college without right. you looking like the world's been anywhere near you, I don't understand. But uh, the other is kids that are out there and and they are trying to master the things that they're scared of and trying to be more grown than they are. Right. And maybe some of the stuff Bryn got into was because of his location, but I have a feeling, just like my situation was, I didn't want to be a chicken over anything. If anything, I wanted to stick my face in head first. Right. You want to be the first to do it. So Make everyone else feel like a chicken. There's no doubt that, you know, if you have that kid, that's scary stuff. It is. Because you can't change who they are. You can just give them some direction. You got really lucky because both your kids, I don't know that they're necessarily scared, but they're careful. They are. They follow the rules. They're both rules kids. And they have parameters. I mean, as it turns out, I found out a lot of stuff about the older one since he's been back from college and he doesn't live with me anymore. So he feels like he can tell me all kinds of stuff. Like things started a lot younger than I was pretty naive. Things started a lot younger for him than things like drugs, like all the stuff that teenagers are up to. Hmm. Not drugs, drugs, but like weed, Hmm. you know, he's tried that a lot earlier than I ever knew, Hmm. but not any earlier than I did, which is not an excuse, and I'm certainly not condoning it, but it was very surprising to find out Hmm. when that, but that's, teenagers want and need, I think on some level, to have their life apart from their, they're trying to figure out who they are, you know, this is what you get when they're a teenager, back off mom and dad. Well, I really hope my kid's not a loady. What's a loady? A Lodi. What's a Lodi? A druggie, a pothead. Oh, I would think a Lodi would be a drunk. You guys don't know the term Lodi? No, those were wastes at my school. Yeah, I haven't used that one. Lodi. Well, I hope your kid's not a Lodi too, Vin. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, I spend my, their whole young life, I'm like, look, do whatever you want after your brain is formed. Do Just whatever you want. don't be a Lodi. Yeah, don't be that kid. I didn't call him a Lodi, but... It'll be a waste. Well, Turns we were out talking, they were. We were talking about it earlier, though. Some of these kids develop these habits early on where they're like, I don't go to school. I don't like it. And you're all. I remember having friends where I just went, well, I don't like it either, but I have to. Right. 
What do you, where do you get this sense that? Isn't you... that funny that even though you, and you were kind of rebellious and but you still knew you, I had to. You knew you had to go. Yeah. Well, that's good. So your parents did get to you. They, oh, they did, did lay the groundwork. Absolutely. No, yeah. I've done okay. Look at me. Right. Everybody's knocking. Blip or so along the way, like everybody has. Actually, and... I think we're alone now. <laughs> oh, did <laughs> those guys like leave? I know. I haven't heard anything from Studio B nope, in they forever. They left us. And Vaughn? Did Vaughn leave us too? I'm still here. No, oh, there. Vaughn! Vaughn's still there. Vaughn, oh. how old were you when you tried weed? 16. Oh, boy. That's kind of old, actually. That's not old. Did your parents, uh, you know, lay down the law with you? Like, did you have a good moral foundation? And... I did a lot of sports. I didn't want to, like, smoke weed. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you hung with the jocks. You weren't a waste. You what weren't a loadie. What was your game? Uh, I did basketball, football, swimming, and tennis. Whoa. Damn. You were busy. All of them. There's always something happening for you after school. Yep. This was in D.C.? Yep, sure was. Huh. Yeah, all four years. All right. Where'd you go to school? In D.C.? No, uh, in, uh, that's where you went to college? Uh, uh, it was college uh, in North Carolina. Elizabeth oh, City how'd you wind up out here? Academy of Art for a grad school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, we're lucky to have you. Of course. Glad to be here. Master's Beauty, degree. baby. <laughs> Master's degree. Well, look at, you know, and now you run our cameras. Yay! <laughs> all these millions. Hey, I know. Yuzi, everyone. Getting She's rich. back. Hey, Yuzi, what's up? Uh, something happened with our mics. They completely shut off. You guys weren't even hearing us. Oh, so I just closed it up. I gotta, I gotta go. All right, All right I gotta go, go too. too. I have too. things to do. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go cover my nectarines. <laughs> Get my cat out of there. Have a good day, everybody. We'll see you Thursday.